Today's Vad has been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Avraham ben Rosa Okay, so the last thing we learned in Madrigas HaOdom was the importance of Limud HaTorah and Kiyum HaTorah in order for a person to actually fix the flaws in his character. In order for a person to really make uh, true changes, real changes, everlasting changes, changes that actually make do the trick, as opposed to any other method that a person can think of, even if superficially, momentarily, it seems like these ideas are working, but ultimately, at the end, you will see that it's a failure. That was basically what we finished the topic yesterday, right? Now, the Alta from the Vardic in the sixth Pedic is going to go further with this idea that a person has to realize that the word of Hashem is the absolute truth and only good can come from it, even though superficially sometimes you may have cheshbonot that seem to say that right now is not the right time to do the halacha, etc., etc. It's a very difficult parak in the sense it's a lengthy discussion uh, analyzing deeply the story where Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock and exactly what his sin was and the whole stick of tire of this. I'm going to leave that for now. It's very lengthy. And, uh, but the point, the bottom line point is that he's saying is, he says, Parsha Shalema Nemra Batur, I mean, the whole Parsha of the Memoriva was said, to teach, so basically it's saying that when there's a direct commandment by HaKadosh Baruch or a direct halacha, one has to keep it and not deviate from it with cheshbonot that he could have. Let's say he could think that maybe possibly Chil Hashem could come from it. Like he speaks out at the end, he says after the whole lengthy discussion, discussion, he says that a person has to realize, he has to have a munach hazoko, Hashem etzivu Hashem yetze vaday kiddush Hashem. V'lo haya lechal malav chod midat kol yisrael, he's talking about Moshe Rabbeinu's situation, right? That anything that Hashem says is the absolute truth, Okay? Let's try to take it from a different angle for a second so we can appreciate what's going on here. And then we'll try to take it to a more practical place. You know, for example, it says 
in that, this week's parasha, right? Lech lecho, me'artzicho, me'moladcho, me'besavicho, ela'aretz asher areka, right? So the first part of the statement was make a leaving, a yitziah, you should leave. Leave doesn't only mean the physical leaving. Because if it was the physical leaving, right, so you say, lech lecho ma'artzicho, that's where you leave last from. Right? You have to first leave the moila to go at the place where he was born to leave the land. Right? That's what you leave first. The order is the opposite. First you leave a betavicha. Go out of your father's house. Then you leave the town or whatever that you grew up in. And then you leave your country. So why does the Pasuk say... That he should leave lech lecha me'artzicha mimoladicha bebetavicha. It's the opposite, right? So the Mefarshim explain that the beer hadova is that you have to leave the hashpa. You have to change. It has to grow. It has to be more elevated, right? So where is easier to grow out of the hashpa of the country? That's easiest. Then the second stage is to grow out of the Ashpah of Moiladcha, from the place you grew up. And the hardest and the most difficult stage in leaving the Ashpah is from the household, right? But all that, those three things, Lechlecha, Ma'artzcha, Moiladcha, Be'savicha, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling Avram, I'm going to elevate you now. And part of the elevation process is going to require that you're going to be a new person. It, it has to run so deep within you that there will be no recognition whatsoever where you came from. Right? A brand new beginning. And in order to facilitate that, we have to go, that I will show you. Right? Now Hashem didn't reveal to him where that land is. Correct? Didn't reveal it to him. And that is, Rashi explains, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted it to be Chaviv, beloved by him. So again, I'm not going to do a whole Chumash share now, but the Oymik Hadvarim is, the depth of what's happening there is, that Eretz Yisrael is above your understanding of its greatness. Anything that you have, which is an endless amount of greatness, no matter how deep and how profound your understanding of spirituality is, you will never come to the complete understanding of what it is. You can't grasp it. And the Aras Hashem Adeka is forever. It's not something that you can grasp 100%. Right? Just like a child starts to learn Torah, he learns very basic. He realizes that his father's learning is much bigger than his, you know. And then they learn the same piece of Gemara, same words. The physical part of it, the wording in the Masechta is the same. But as you advance in Torah, you realize as much as you grasp it, you realize it's much bigger than that. If a person learns a sugya 
and he finishes the sugya and he says, I have it completely, and there's no more to gain in the sugya, he's not a good learner. Because he thinks that Hashem's da'at is finite. And it fits your brain. And if it fits your brain, now you mitigated the Kedusha Satoira. Torah is so great and so profound that the Rajba and us learned the same text. And clearly, the Rajba's understanding of the text and our understanding of the text are two different worlds. But your person has to get a hergish is the oimik. When he finishes the sugi, he sees already how the sugi is bigger than that. And that's why he never loses his love for the Gemara. He has chiba. Chiba because it's so much bigger. And so much more profound. And so much greater. And he's always going back to it to see more and more. And it never outgrows him. And he never outgrows it. It's something that goes with him his whole life, right? So when Rashi said, The reason why I didn't reveal to him is because he's trying to send him a message that it's something that you can't describe in a way that it can encapsulate the entire description of what Eretz Yisrael is. It's Aretz Asher Eka. And therefore, it will constantly be chaviv by you. Because even when you get there, you're still seeing it. Even when you're there, you're still appreciating it more and more, right? Which means that the Devar Hashem, the word of Hashem, is so enormous and so massive that you can never truly comprehend its true essence. Correct? So therefore what the altar is saying over here is, when Hashem gives you a direct tzivoy, don't make cheshboinus. In this situation, it may be a chilul Hashem will come out from it, or maybe my own honor will be disgraced. Like I start to, to calculate, start to make calculations. You could only make calculations in something that you can truly grasp. But something that's above, you can't make calculations. Because it's going to work out at the end. You just don't know how that's going to go. So that's a very important thing in Avodah Hashem to understand that when we're dealing with Torah and Mitzvot, as much as we like to try to understand, and as much as we are mechuyiv to try to understand and draw the practical lessons that we need to do, at the same time we have to realize that we can't truly understand and therefore since our understanding is limited, we have no right to make hashboinus. But here it's not applicable. If the halacha says, the halacha says. But if it's a tzivim of if this is the halacha, you can't make hashboinus. Okay? So that's a very important thing in general in Bir Hamidus. Why? Because we said that uh, Hashem says, Barati Yetzara, Barati Torah Tavlin. I created the Torah as a tavlin. It's the only medication and the only thing that's going to actually work, that's actually going to change us, is this exact medication with this prescription, with this amount, with this exact, right? 
And sometimes people try to understand, like, how is this going to fix my midas, and how is this going to do this, and this measurement, right? It's above you. You may not grasp it. It's a very important thing that you have to go into Avedis Hashem like that. You have to realize you may not grasp it, but it's perfect. It's the perfect situation without making any chashbarnas. And a person has to be boiteyach ba'ashem. See, this is a big subject. Big subject, how betochen works in Havodah Hashem. We find, for example, when the Jewish people, Hashem said they should go into the Yamsuf. Right? Dabel b'nei Yisrael Or you just walk. Go. What do you mean go? There's water. You can't walk on water. Hashem didn't tell them he's going to split it. He said, walk. Walk where? You need a miracle to walk on water, right? So Rabbi Chaim V'lozhen HaNefesh HaChaim says, Bitochen Ba'avoyd. If now Hashem says the Avoyd is to walk on water, to do uh, something which would require a miracle, you have to rely on Hashem, it's going to work out. Betochen. This is where the altar is going to infuse betochen into avoida. Because sometimes we think that the things we're going to do are counterproductive. For example, if you look at Lake, uh, Lech Lecha itself, right? Hashem said, over here you're not going to be zeichet to children. Over here you're not going to be zeichet to fame. Lech Lecha, L'Tevos Cha, L'Hana Os Cha, right? So why is it such a big test? Correct? So the point is, because it's, it goes against all logic. That when you travel, you should have kids. And then when you travel, you should have fame. And then when you travel, you should have money. It doesn't make sense. Right? And Avram Avinu, his test was, not just to follow the commandment like a robot. He had to come to a realization, which means he had to come to a certain deep realization that success is the Dvar Hashem makes success because it's above. You don't know how Hashem maneuvers things. Can't figure it out. It's above your intellect. So when you do something that's above your intellect, and above your instincts, right? That's called acting lemala mederachatava. You're going above your nature. Kap, this is a very deep point. Josh, you got a kap. It's very deep. Avraham Avinu went to a nisayon. What's the definition of a nisayon? Nisayon comes from the lashon of Nes. The Maral says, Nes is above teva. So emuna always is doresh from a person above nature. Why is emuna doresh from a person above nature? Because emuna is saying, go against your logic and intellect and instincts. It's above. And you have to be boiteach, that going above, as scary as it may be, you're going to be safe. Because you're going in to do the dvasha, Right? So let's say I tell a young guy, go get married. It says in the Torah, you're to get married. 
Peru Urhu. We'll get married, right? It's a mitzvah in the Torah. It's a big mitzvah in the Torah. Now, this kid is scared. Scared to get married. He's young. He take on such a big responsibility. And he has to have parnosa. And then he's gonna have to have kids and he has to raise kids and show bias. He's afraid to do the avoid. Spare. He's afraid. And he has calculations. Seems to be very logical calculations. Costs money to raise a family. It takes experience. It takes knowledge. It takes maturity to be able to get along with another person and raise kids, etc., etc. And he has a big raya. He has a big proof. Because the entire world, secular world, which works off logic and instincts, seems to indicate that this is valid. These fears are valid. But then Hashem says, don't go nowhere. Hashem says, go into the marriage. Go into the marriage. And when you go into the marriage, that's like crossing the Yamsuf. Crossing the Yamsuf. And then what happens? Hashem says, have betochen. So you see that the Tvar Hashem is above. How could this Mahalach be successful? How's a Chayach? Hashem says, it's above you. You have to be betoch in that. It's the way to reach happiness in life. And this goes on and on. In Parnosa it's like this. The person follows Halacha. To the letter of the law, the Dva Hashem, when it comes to Parnassus, he faces many, many tests. Many tests he faces. And he doesn't see how is it possible he's going to be successful in Parnassus if he's going to follow the letter of the law, Shulchan Aruch. And then, if he is not afraid, because he's Boiteach Hashem, then he realizes the word of Hashem is the absolute truth. No damage comes from that. So that's the point that Dalit is saying. When you go on the path of Bira Midas, you have to be exactly going with the word of the Torah. Even though sometimes it may be scary, and it may seem counterproductive, and it may seem illogical. That's the emuna and the betochen that you have to have in the Dvar Hashem. Okay, we have to stop here for today.